Hello guys, welcome here to SCN Sports Talk, and I just want to start out by saying, if you're watching on YouTube, you notice something a little different today? Um, yeah, I think we went a little red. Yeah, we went a little red. We got some logos below, so if you don't want to watch us on YouTube, check out those uh, three areas, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. We're on there every Sunday as well. So if you don't want to see our ugly faces, and God, I don't blame you, go check it out. But and hearing um, us talk is sometimes not any um, better, but sometimes you got to bear with well. Yes, absolutely. And of course, um, we want to thank Zach Carmian for sending us this, uh, or for giving us this graphics package. He is responsible for this. Um, and it actually looks fantastic. So. Unfortunately, yes, he's not that. here to properly thank him, but hey, he'll be here no. soon, I'm very sure. Anyway, we don't want to waste too much time. we got a lot to get to because it is the League New Year, and Drew Brees has retired. Um, without a doubt, a first ballot Hall of Famer. I'm not even going to ask you to debate that. That's No, for sure. I mean, he's done so much in his career. Um, I don't think he holds the touchdown record. Right now, I think that's Tom Brady, but he had, you know, well, he Tom has Brady's over 500. Break his records. Well, I don't know if he's going to pass, if he's going to break the passing yards record of 80,000. Yeah. But I, I, I hope, I really do hope, I don't want to go too far into this. I just hope that Tom Brady doesn't stay just to try to break his records. And if so, that's very petty. Very I don't petty. think it's petty. I, I think it's just I, I think it just proves more and more why he needs to retire soon because what else does he have to prove at this point? He's a seven time Super Bowl champ. He won in a league that was destroyed by COVID this year. Mm-hmm. Um no OTAs, no training camp. I'm sorry, but he's proven he's the GOAT now. And I'm not gonna even dispute it anymore. You know, just no. Just, um, like I said, you have nothing more to prove. You might as well retire. No great ever had to go through a season like this. So, like oh, I said, Unless it was a retire. lockout year. Yeah, exactly. Um, then, of course, you know, I guess if, if I had to ask, though, and this is not on here, but a random question, who would you put on that quarterback Mount Rushmore, I guess, if we're going to argue... This obviously we know Tom Brady's on there. Well, Tom Brady would probably have to be if we're going. Are we talking about like just? It doesn't matter. Five. I you don't even have to look at rings. Just the top four that you think would be on Mount Rushmore of quarterbacks. Oh, uh, Tom Brady, Drew Brees, Peyton Manning, and Aaron Rodgers. Ah. See, I'm going to defer here. Um, Tom Brady, Drew Brees, easily top two. But it's a toss-up for me from third through about sixth or seventh because there's Joe Montana. He absolutely deserves to be on there. Oh, um, you know 5-0 in Super right. Bowls. You know, but I mean, the last spot's a toss-up because you got Peyton Manning. You've mm-hmm. got uh, Dan Marino. you got Brett Favre back there. Obviously, you got Aaron Rodgers, I, but I don't think Aaron Rodgers is in that class yet. 
I, I, I don't know. See, for me, I'd have to give a very slight edge to Peyton Manning, but mm -hmm. I do have to say what Dan Marino did and what Brett Favre did cannot be slept on, and this was a very tough decision. No, and you're right about that. Uh, Brett Favre has paved the way for uh, how Aaron Rodgers has shaped as a quarterback. Yeah. Yes. Even though he didn't you know, want to do that. No, no, not at all. Hence why he left and went to the Jets. Well, he, what's to say? He, he left, sort of retired, went to the Jets, yeah. sort of retired, and became the enemy. Yeah, the Vikings. For two years. Was in Minnesota. Retired again. Had his official last year. And then retired again. Yeah. But, um, as far as Dan Marino, you know, him and Jim Kelly had those great rivalry years between Buffalo and hmm. Miami. So you definitely have to, I mean, even, I, I almost totally forgot, you even have Jim Kelly and maybe that Rushmore of quarterbacks. Definitely not the top one. You can't yeah. go four, you can't go four Super Bowls and be part of that top yeah. Mount Rushmore status well, but just yeah. to be the first quarterback to get four straight super appearances that that's a lot to talk about too yeah yeah ultimately you lost but still you know that's a lot hmm. that's very hard to do just ask tom brady he didn't get four straight yes absolutely and um anyway with that i guess let's go to the nfl uh yes. new year happy new year we're still in yeah, COVID. Happy. Boo. Boo. <laughs> we'll get through it. We're almost there, guys. We're almost there. But, um, yeah, I guess you got to start out and say New England just might, just might have become a powerhouse again. Um, by the way, fuck you, Bill I'm Belichick. Scared. Sorry. Yes, fuck you. Signing because everybody. Because you stole my damn tight end, so I'm pretty upset. <laughs> Yeah, so notable names, everybody uh, signed Hunter Henry, Jonu Smith, Nelson Aguilar, Kendrick Bourne, Kyle, brought back Kyle Van Noy, and a bunch of other names. Because the uh, and, Dolphins were too cheap. I guess so. Or just realized that his former defensive coordinator just didn't have the right system that he was looking for in Miami. So he decided, oh, let me go back to New England where I think they actually had something going for them. I'm scared. I'm legit scared. Uh, that that division has literally went from Buffalo having it every year to you might just have to yeah. watch out for the Dolphins, the Pats, and it all depends on what the New York Jets do. They might be in that discussion too. I was going to say, and you know what, though? And I know we're going to do a draft special very soon, but yeah. I think there's a chance they end up with Trey Lance. I'm just going to say that. And if they do, watch if not, out, plain and simple. And if not Trey Lance, definitely Zach Wilson. He, I mean, I would assume that those would be the two top picks for them. <laughs> um, I know how weird it sounds, but... Sam Darnold was on that list of teams the other could have been looking for if they shipped out Russell Wilson, which I yeah he is. I know I told we're gonna go I, out of order here. He's gonna stay put 
for now. Um, but sorry, I didn't mean to jump you. I guess. No, you're fine. I I I saw the arc. I'm glad this wasn't you know hmm. this didn't go through because Seattle would have been stupid to get rid of top backs to go after a quarterback that has been very under uh, underdeveloped since he's entered the league in 2018. I will tell you though they're very smart to turn down um, the Bears trade considering that Pete Carroll has a very odd draft system. They probably wouldn't have ended up with another Russell Wilson, but still, five draft picks, five first-round draft picks, and you're telling me you'd rather have Andy Dalton? Or, I'm sorry, no, wait, that's not their fault. That's uh, Seattle's fault. You're telling me you wouldn't want five first-round picks? I'd take that in a heartbeat. No, actually, I don't think he would. Okay. Oh, Three first-round picks. No, sorry. Um, I think it was three first-round picks, a starter, yeah, and like a third-round pick or something like that. Still, you get three first-round picks. Hmm. You still wouldn't take that? I know, yeah, you're right. You don't get a rough player, but when you... Yeah. If you're a GM, if not even a owner, you hear that offer... Hmm. I don't give a damn if you have a Super Bowl back at your um on your team. You get that kind of offer for your player, you might as well take it. Absolutely. And you know, any team that's stupid enough and I watched this movie, I'm sorry, I I just happened to look down. I watched this movie and of course they trolled the uh Rams and the Reds or the football team Sorry, I don't want to say the other name, but the football team they trolled for making the three draft pick, the three first round pick trade that led to RG3 going to the uh, football team. And of hmm. course, um, if you ever, if you've ever watched Draft Day, or if you haven't yeah, watched it, I have. Go watch I it. Have it's a hell it. of a movie. But um, they depicted the same kind of trade with Cleveland. I'm sorry, any team that's dumb enough to trade three first-round picks, you take that. Exactly. I would take it in a heartbeat. You wouldn't even have to ask me twice. I would say, I don't care what player you're offering me. Three first-round picks, I'm taking it. Exactly. So, um, (laughs) yeah, but Chicago's going to go with Andy Dalton. And Nick Foles. Now, do, now, don't get me wrong, though. I would like this if they're going to draft a quarterback. Now, the thing I don't like about this pickup for Chicago is that, I don't know if you read, but apparently the real reason why Andy Dalton went to Chicago is because they told him that he's going to be their starter. <sighs> why would you promise that? You still got Nick Foles on the roster. I don't know why you would promise that either. But I will say, it's only a one-year deal. So if Chicago, somehow if you royally, excuse my language, if you royally fuck this up with Andy Dalton, Mm -hmm. at least you still have Nick Foles as your insurance policy. Yeah. And 
But here's the question, though. Are they going to trade Nick Foles? Because I think on a one-year deal, you're committing to drafting a quarterback. Yeah, I would say so. so. Chances are, I think Nick Foles is gone. I, I think he's going to get dealt again this offseason. Maybe to Philadelphia on another trade. But I just don't see them having the cap space to no, take him on. I don't think so. Maybe well, Philadelphia... Would you think maybe New England makes a bold trade or one for of Nick those Foles? teams? Yeah, like a team like New England who's going to be starving for a quarterback. Yeah, I could see it. I mean, they do need a strong backup. Nothing against um, uh, goodness. Uh, Cam Newton. <laughs> No, not Cam Newton, their backup there. The one that I, th I thought he was going to be the starter oh, this year. Yeah, Stidham. I thought Stidham was going mm -hmm. to be their starter, but I was sh shocked let's, that they re-signed Cam Newton. But, let's, um, let's face it, New England's playing with the cap off. They have to be playing with the cap off here. Well, I, I, you know what? I want to say I went on somewhere to see where... It, mm -hmm cap space was to begin with I want to say they probably had a lot and they definitely used it to their advantage Absolutely, they made some interesting moves and one of those interesting moves were signing all the players they want like they were just very content on what they had last year I yeah. definitely wouldn't be you go from winning the Super Bowl and the next year you just oh actually no you don't win the Super Bowl Hmm. The last two years, if I'm a Pats fan, which I definitely am not. We're far um, from that on this show. Yeah, exactly. I wouldn't be very impressed with the last two years. Go to the wild card game, you lose first round. Then you don't even make the playoffs. I'm sorry, if I'm Bill Belichick, I think the reason why he's making these he knows he's on the... Oh, Sorry. If you think, I mean, I know he's he's won six championships. He's, you know, he's had Tom Brady, but now that you don't have Tom Brady anymore, and you've had a very struggling team, don't you think that these moves were like it's either make it or break it for us? If we don't make it yeah. back, like, sorry, Bill, you might be gone. <laughs> I don't think you fire Bill yet. I think you stick with it. Trust the process in a way. Um, but anyway, going forward here, though, uh, Fitzpatrick. Ryan Fitzpatrick was widely expected to retire. And, and he swerved back. us all. He circled back and said, I'm coming back, and I'm going to play for the Washington football team. So, I honestly think the real reason why he decided the Washington football team is knew that he could start. Yeah, and it's not going to be guaranteed for him. That's another thing that's going to be interesting. He's not going to be guaranteed the starting job. He is going to compete with Taylor Heineke, who looks to be their future quarterback, which I think and makes this even more interesting. I will say I think Ryan Fitzpatrick right if you're Taylor Heineke. Yes, you had Alex Smith, who... Mm -hmm. I'm sure he learned uh, quite a bit of 
you know, quarterback skills from Alex Smith. I'd trust but, I'd trust Alex Smith Tua more. Did. But... Look at what Tua did after he was sitting on the bench. He came in and he rocked. Like he looked like he was like a starter for at least ten years. Yeah. And let's, in his first year. Let's be fair. The the uh football team releasing Alex Smith was petty. It was petty. Yes, I agree. Because they they knew they figured, oh, we have it made here with Dwayne Haskins at quarterback. We have it made. And Dwayne Haskins didn't amount to what they thought he would. And then they're like, Well, let's go to Kyle Allen. Kyle Allen got hurt. And then Alex Smith came in and started winning games. Alex Smith was nowhere in their plans last year. No, and, not at all. And let me put it this way. Them seeing him play even one snap, or even just playing at that level that he played at to lead this team into the playoffs, upset them. Because you want to know what? It threw a wrench in everything they did in the last right. few years. And I, I will say, I really don't want to go Dolph too deep into this whole Alex Smith discussion. But you know yeah. what pisses me off the most? Yeah. How the fuck is he not signed by a team? He's going to get signed. He, it, but the other question, though, is is he going to retire? Because I don't believe he's committed to playing this year yet. So obviously that's up in the air right now. Well, first off, he didn't even think he would have, he would have had a chance. I think God and luck was on his side. And there was just a calling. I think he had a calling. Like, hmm. he sees Dwayne Haskins struggle. He sees Kyle Allen get hurt. Yeah. Don't you think that's not a calling for him to come up and like, hmm. whoa, man, I'm the third string. Now I'm the starter. Yeah. I got a chance to go out there and play the first time in two years. I got to show what's left in the cannon. Exactly. The man so not very young in a football sense. Yeah. Yes, he's still young, but, you know, not in football sense. Even though nowadays you see guys in their 40s, but we're mm-hmm. not going to go into too much detail with that either. Yes, and actually, let's keep it moving here. Uh, Tyrod Taylor has signed with the Texans. I'm going to make the bold prediction. Tyrod is going to start. He oh, yeah, for gonna sure. Start because he's going to start. if Even if uh, um, Deshaun Watson changes his mind and says, I'm going to play, he's going to get hit with something suspension-wise for what's going down right now. I mean, this is a mess. We don't want to, I don't want to dive into this because this no, is still being investigated. The only thing I'm probably going to say is it wouldn't shock me if he ends up not playing at all this year. Gets suspended for the whole entire year. I think it's going to be 10 games minimum. If because he does. The, league, the league does not take this lightly. They take it since, super seriously. Since Ray Rice, they don't mess around anymore. So like that's why I said it would not shock me if he does not play this whole entire season at all. And then after the season gets ultimately released by the Houston Texans. I, I get it. That's they're what he wants. Him, but... I get it. That's what he wants. He wants to ultimately get away from Houston. But I don't think the way that he's going about things is the right way to do it. Because now no team's going to want him after he gets cut, at least. Or exactly. even traded. So. And we'll 
see. Um, All right. This could be Tyler, Tyrod's true chance to start because keep in mind, he got screwed over in Buffalo. The fans didn't want him there. He got no. screwed over in L.A. But to be fair, he wasn't going to be starting in L.A. very long. Um, he got screwed over in Cleveland. Again, another destination he wasn't going to start very long. Now mm -hmm. he's got a chance in Houston. We'll see what happens. He's not going to have any good receivers, though, because Will Fuller no. just went to Miami. I was but, just about to say. But right? a key note here, Will Fuller's going to miss week one because he's still under suspension. Yes, I know, because of the use of PEDs. Yep. Um, I'm very intrigued. I, I I mean, it's great. Miami gets a really great receiver, Will Fuller. But why the hell would you sign him to a one-year deal? That I don't know. Unless it's a prove-it-to-me contract. Because keep in mind, he, again, the PED use, how is yeah. it going to be afterwards? I think is what they want to see. And also, he has had a history, I believe, of injury problems. So that's another thing that kind of diminished his value at the end of the day. Yeah, probably. Um, You know what? You're definitely probably right. It's probably going to be a prove-it-and-earn-it type of deal yeah. in Miami. Um. Meanwhile, on the West Coast, uh, the Chargers have bolstered that offensive line. We've got Lins Lindsley. I'm excited about that one. He was a great center for Aaron Rodgers. And now he's going to be uh, under center for Herbert. And then, of course, we also got Feiler from the, or Feeler from the um, Steelers. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. Probably um, not, but and then, all right. And then... The Chargers got another weapon while they were at it. They got Jared Cook on a one-year deal. You know, he's old. He's not what he was a few years ago, but he's still going to be a valued veteran presence there. And I think for sure this means we're going to draft a tight end. I don't think it'll be first round. And if it is, I would expect Fermuth somewhere, maybe. Honestly, um, tight ends draft in the first round tj hawkins like detroit did yeah we're not gonna do that we're not that well i, I shouldn't say we're not that stupid because we're very stupid for not tagging <laughs> hunter henry yeah exactly <laughs> or or ingram but ingram really didn't prove anything to be worth well, the tag I, I guess you guys getting jared cook means that you know a trade potentially for sackers was never going to be in the plan it still might be, but I think they just didn't feel confident in the trade at this point. And, hey, what if it is Zach Ertz and Jared Cook and Jared next year? No. It's a possibility, but obviously wherever he goes, he's not resigning. So no, that's and I think that's enough. what's going to... Unless I that's, that's why we pulled gonna... out of the trade and we're like, we're not going to play with that. And I think that's what's going to play big into these teams that could be a potential trade suitors. Yeah. Do you really want to go after get a player that potentially has one more year on his contract and then doesn't want to resign? Wants to yeah. test the free agency waters. I will say I will say he could potentially just resign with the same team he got traded for just for money. True. Instead of, instead of resign. Hmm. Very true. Because sometimes that happens too. 
But then again, he might ultimately test. Who knows? I think I he'll test free agency. And depending on if he liked it where he went, he might, might go back there. Yeah. But I think he just wants his choice there. I'm going to say this now. I know, I know we have to... Oh, you're cutting out again. Oh, sorry. I, I know I don't want to go too far deep. I know we have to keep him... Yeah. I was just going to ask you this one question. With you being a Chargers fan and watching the team when they had Antonio Gates, do you see Jerry Cook being like an Antonio Gates-like tight end for you guys? Past prime. Um, In his prime... That's debatable. I think a maybe is on there. I, I don't think he's as I don't think he's as good as Antonio Gates. I'm gonna say though the veteran presence is just as appreciated. Mm -hmm. So again, I don't think he's anywhere near what Antonio Gates did. Antonio Gates is easily a top three tight end all time. Yeah, I definitely. Um, I, I I don't think I'd put Jared Cook in that class. Jared Cook is definitely an underrated tight end, though. Um, yeah, you're right. Anyway, yeah, we got to keep this moving here. Um, so Aaron Jones is staying in Green Bay. He is now one of the league's highest paid running backs, which is, I guess, well-deserved because he's had some good success in Green Bay. And it keeps Aaron Rodgers with the weapon in the backfield. Mm -hmm. So, um, I think he deserves it, but I just don't think that he should have gotten paid that much. Now, as far as our other thing with Trubisky going to Buffalo, yeah, I like the signing. I think he can be a great backup. Like oh, luck! I like it. Luck. He's a lot better than Matt Barkley. Matt Barkley has shown nothing to be as a backup. But here's Even the thing. Like, here's the thing, though. Mitchell Trubisky has had to have every NFL offense he's ever been a part of dumbed down for him because he is too stupid to comprehend an NFL offense right now. Yeah, but look how complex that offense was with Matt Nagy. It's also Brian Dable. It's still the point. You're drafted number two overall. You're expected to comprehend this kind of offense, okay? Plus, Chicago was... Oh. You're cutting out again. Sorry. Um, no, I was saying Mitchell Trubisky is also... I know Chicago was also stupid to get Trubisky so high. They could have literally got him at the same pick that they got when they had, you know... That that pick yeah. that they had, they could have still got him at it's that pick. They traded up to go get him because they were fearful. To me, that makes no difference. It's the fact that you were drafted first round and the fact that you were dra drafted top ten. Mm. I'm sorry, you're expected to comprehend an NFL offense at that level or at that draft pick. If you're not gonna put in the work to do that, you didn't deserve to go there. You're a bust. And you're clearly not as bright as people make you out to be. I, I hope I'm wrong. I'm, I'm not trying to make Mitchell Trubisky look like a complete fucking idiot, but he's right. kind of done it to himself. The game well, tape shows. Look, as I don't, if I know anything, he's probably not going to be seeing the field much because Josh Allen, you know, Josh Allen, he's going to his fourth year. 
Um, as far as you know, Mitchell Trubisky, it's also a one-year deal, so it's not like we're you know we had to keep him after. Yeah. You know, after the season. I mean, so. at least thing is, I think at least Matt Barkley has put in the work to get to where he is. You know, Trubisky. I don't know. I guess. I guess I'm glad he's going to be a backup, but he needs to start putting the work in. Okay, he needs to start putting the work in. He has yet to do that. And I think he will starting with this off season. And if anyone can do it, it's McDermott because he seems like a no nonsense kind of guy. Well, look at who is also our back co- coach. It's Ken Dorsey. Ken Dorsey had to develop Cam Newton. Yes, you know Cam Newton is not that yeah. great right now, but. Look at what he did when Cam Dorsey was with Cam Newton. Cam Newton had his best years. Yeah. Look at what Ken Dorsey did with Josh Allen. Turned him into a quarterback. Yeah. He had almost 70% completion percentage. He had over 4,000 yards passing. Mm -hmm. He had over... He was an NFL MVP. Who? Cam Newton. Yeah. Cam Newton was MVP. Yeah. Not saying that jo- Josh Allen was in the candidate. Was, I think he was... He was third. I think he was... He was, he was, was he third in I the voting? I think he was third in the voting. I thought he was second, but you might be right. He might have been mm-hmm. third. He was in that discussion. So, I'm not saying that, you know... I'm not trying to, like, say that... I, I'm very still optimistic because he's done some things that uh, are out there. So is Mitchell Trubisky. Mitchell Trubisky, I, I felt... Mm. See, this is why I'm going to say this now. I know we don't want to go too far into this. This yeah. is why I say, Buffalo, why? why? You could have signed Alex Smith. He could have been that great veteran guy to come in mm. as a you know one-year contract. I know maybe he would have wanted to start. Why didn't they... Even Maybe try to he offer said him no. a contract. That's the other thing. Maybe they offered him something and he said no. Maybe he's content on retiring. I, I, think I did say that before. I, I really do think that he was going to be, I think he's going to be the next one to say I'm walking, I'm hanging up the cleats. All right. Absolutely. And we got yes. the final bullet here. Uh, Matt, Matt Prater going to the Cardinals, and the Cardinals. And Matt Prater's not what he used to be by any means. No, not but, at all. I mean, the 64-yard field goal kicker that he used to be, but he is still a very good kicker, and the Cardinals should be very happy that they got someone with probably the biggest leg in the NFL, mm. arguably, um, outside of Greg Zerline. So that's good. Then, of course, Patrick Peterson has left the Cardinals. He is going to the Vikings, which I think is shocking. This It, it was rumored he was going to go to Kansas City. He didn't go there. And then why wouldn't you return to the Cardinals? They are loaded. A.J. Green's over there. Yeah, A.J. Green, Larry Fitzgerald, if DeAndre Hopkins. Oh, no, I think he is. They said that I would. I would. <laughs> he, he, they, they're showing him as a potential starter for this season. So I think he's under contract. I think he's, I think he's playing. Yes. Absolutely. And so you have those top three receivers, and then 
you have Christian Kirk. I mean, come on, though. That's that's four pretty good receivers. Kyler Murray has shown that he can, you know, he took a step forward in year two. He's going to take an even step, even further step in year three. Mm-hmm. You have J.J. Watt. I mean, you have a defense. You have an offense. Like Let's see those two meet together and maybe go on a deep playoff run. The only thing the Cardinals got to work on now is running back because they lost Kenyon Drake to the Raiders. Yeah, I was shocked about that. I really was. They don't need, they don't need him. That's the thing. They got Jacobs right now. They had some pretty decent backups. They didn't need a running back. The Raiders make some of the weirdest decisions that you just sit there and shake your head like, what is John Gruden thinking? I, I want to say this, it's because they want to use both like that, but who knows? Yeah. Um, anyway, before we go to the anchor break, let's also discuss the NFL TV rights deals. Um, so the NFL has announced actually Thursday that the new deals are through the 2033 season. Basically same old, same old, but with a few little additions here. Um, ESPN is going to join the Super Bowl rotation for the next yep. 10 years. Starting in 2026, ESPN will also have three games that will air on ABC. Um, and, of course, Monday Night Football, and I'm excited about this, Monday Night Football is going to get a flex game. Really? Yeah. They're going to get flex games like Sunday Night does. Um, but here's the other big thing. ESPN has the double header at the end of the year, the last week of the year. Um, and they, usually the first week of the year, too. And also, yeah, and also a Sunday morning game will air on ESPN+. Plus. A Sunday morning game? like yes, a on the final like weekend. A nine, like a 9 a.m. game? I don't know if it's going to be 9 a.m., but it's going to be a morning game is what it says. Um, hmm. The NFL draft's going to stay on ESPN. The Pro Bowl's going to stay on ESPN. So ESPN's getting a good bit of the steal. But another player that just got a huge part of this deal, and this is huge for the streaming world, Amazon is the new home of Thursday Night Football exclusively. Um, Yep, so people that like to use Amazon... Become an Amazon Prime member right now. That's the only way you'll be able to watch Thursday Night Football. Yeah, exactly. Some of them will simulcast on NFL Network, though. So you will be able to see some of them. I think the first eight games will be simulcast, and then the last eight will not be. Yeah, we'll see. I think that's usually how that works. But the NFL just raked up over $100 billion in these deals. <sighs> that's insane. Well. Um. All I gotta say is I don't want. I wish Amazon didn't get the Thursday night package because you want to know what I would rather them have the Sunday ticket package. I agree. Um, either that or ESPN Plus or something. They need they someone needs to rip it away from Directv. That's just my honest opinion. There, it's. I I want to say very soon it'll probably be to a streaming sor- service. It sounds like that's the direction. Future. It'll probably be a ESPN Plus. Of, 
Yeah, and I, I'm, that's what I'm, I'm getting at. I'm really hoping so because the fact that you have to have satellite just to get NFL Sunday ticket, or you have to be in college, or you have to be somewhere where you can't get Direct TV, mm-hmm. is shady. It's shady. Yeah, that's that's just ridiculous I mean, to my knowledge. Look, you know, Direct TV should just take money wherever they're going to take it at this point. Yeah, I agree. You know. This is the satellite industry is dying. Just say shit. We'll sell you the streaming one if you pay us the three. You know what? Better yet, give Directv customers a discount. Make it two ninety nine ninety nine instead of three ninety nine ninety nine, or something. Give a hundred dollar discount or a fifty dollar discount if you have a Directv membership, and then or charge fifty dollars extra for non Directv members. Hmm. You know, but again, you're in no position right now to be picky about who you let get Sunday ticket. No, you can't. So, um, that's the end of my rant on that. Um, but I'm excited to see us. Uh, well, actually, I would have been a little bit more excited to see ESPN host a Super Bowl. Um, I do like this Monday Night Crew. They 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 will obviously do a great job hosting that and of course ESPN also has a divisional round game next year mm. as well so that'll be interesting um, and, and it'll be very intriguing oh you're this cut. is going to be the, oh sorry um, it'll be very intriguing of what happens at the end of the end of the season because this season is the first time ever that we're going to have 17 games 16 games Yes, absolutely. Well, it's not passed yet either. That's the other thing. It still is in the works, but it's likely to happen. So, well, we haven't heard anything about it, so probably not. Yeah, it's up in the air. We'll obviously update you if it does go through. But with that, we want to take our anchor break. Um, and then when we come back, oh, my tablet just messed up. All right, when we come back, we will have out of turn four, and of course, well, actually, actually, I'm going to call an audible. We're going to discuss the Sabers head coaching um, job right now um, instead of the NCAA coaching firings that we wanted to talk about. We'll talk about that next week because there's still um, some interviews to be done there. Um, Maybe we'll address it this show, but we'll be right back after the anchor break here on SCN in just a moment. Welcome back, guys, to SCN Sports Talk. Let's get going here. Um, obviously, before we do, though, I just want to address this again. Be sure to tune in to our SCN Unloaded Friends. Um, they are doing their podcast right now. Um, actually, it just premiered Wednesday. Uh, the Canteen Podcast is back. It'll be on every single Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern over on SCN Unloaded. Um, again, they made these graphics for us, so we're very grateful for that. And, of course, um, we're glad to have them back. Um, it's been a while. Yeah, it has so, been a while, and I'm glad that they're back, too. I'm glad that they were able to pull through and still do what they love together. Yes, and check out our cringeworthy ad in there. We're going to work on that. But, 
Yeah. On that note, um, let's kick off out of turn four. Martin Trex Jr., he is the winner at Phoenix. That is his 28th career win. He only had one last year. So he's starting off in the same boat. Of course, the truck or the uh, Atlanta race is next. Bill Lester is going to return for the first time in 14 years. Um, actually, he did, I'm sorry, um, in the truck series. But the Cup Series races today with Truex on the pole. Um, Bubba Wallace also tested the next-gen car this week. And Chastain, Truex, Larson, Bubba, and others are entering the truck Bristol dirt race. Um, NASCAR turning to dirt next weekend. And, of course, we're lo I'm looking forward to that mostly because, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how, how these guys take dirt. They haven't raced dirt either in a really long time or mm -hmm. ever. So this will be very interesting. So what it means by next-gen car, like, is it mean like a kind of like a futuristic kind of like... They, they, they built a new car. Um, basically is what happened. Um, it's enhanced safety features. Um, these, this is supposed to cut costs at the end of the day. Okay. Because um, they're going to be going to a standard chassis for all the cars. They're going to be going to standard parts. So, so to kind of make it cheaper and safer for drivers? Yeah, cost, cost effective and basically to get more teams and manufacturers involved. Hopefully manufacturers down the road but definitely to get more teams involved mm. so um of course that'll be very interesting um but that's pretty much what's going on and out of turn four this week um and actually we got plenty of time to discuss the ncaa coaching firings uh richard patino was fired by minnesota but he quickly landed a job in new mexico I'm shocked. I thought he would go to Iona and coach with his dad, but I'm glad to see him land back on his feet as a head coach. Um, you know, but that's not the only big te 10 team that fired their coach. Archie Miller, and this one was a shocker, a little bit of a shocker. Archie Miller was fired by Indiana, and you'll love this one. Brad <laughs> Stevens is in the coaching discussion there. But He's I'm not going to do it. But I'm going to quickly silence our friends over at SCN Unloaded because I know that they're sold on the fact they are hyping up right now the Brad Stevens hype. He, it's not going to happen. And if I'm it does, I will gladly come on here and admit I'm well, wrong. Should we bring a Carmine for this? Because no. he's. In, uh... <laughs> no. Oh, man. All right. No, no. Okay. We'll, we'll let him come back another day, but I yeah, don't think exactly. he's here today. No 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 no, no. no, 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 no. I don't think he's in the lobby, so we can't drag him in. No, he is in the lobby. Uh, I I can't. It would mess up our graphics, so. Yeah, no, exactly. That's nothing, very true. Nothing personal, Zach. We just, you know, it would really <laughs> mess up our graphics here. And, um, exactly. But we'll I have like you graphics. back soon if you want to discuss this. If you exactly. want to discuss this, you can come here. Next no, well, I, I was gonna discuss more since we now since we do have a little bit more time to discuss. Um, Brad Stevens is, I think, very happy with you know the Celtics. He's happy with the team that he's built there. 
he, I think he, they're he happy with what he's doing over there. Oh yeah, for and sure. Even That's still, why he, he, if he has a chance to land on his feet in the NBA again, he's gonna do it. <laughs> of course, it, it's I mean, all about the money, and yeah. he knows he can make more money in the NBA than he can in college. I mean, don't get me wrong; you can join a prestigious institution in Indiana who is known for basketball programs, obviously Bobby Knight, mm-hmm. um, and they deserve all the respect in the world, and they will be the top coaching destination. I don't see it being uh, Brad Stevens, though. If we're going to go no. on NBA head coaches that might go there, though, I would say maybe John Beeline goes back to college and coaches there, but that would be a short-term solution, being that he's 68 years old. Now, um, where did he coach before in the He coached with the Cavs. The Cavaliers, interesting. Yeah. And well, then he I coached mean... the University of Michigan before Jawan Howard went over there. Hmm. I mean, it might be their better option. I'm sorry to anybody that's an Indiana fan. You're not going to Brad Look. Stevens. He's not going to literally leave yeah. what he built and sh- and. Boston. If he doesn't get a good NBA, Indiana. if if the Celtics let him go and he doesn't get a good NBA deal, I could see it. But he, probably NCAA is a different animal. I don't think you can wait till the summer to hire a head coach because no, then you you've can't. lost so much time recruiting, and you're putting that coach in a situation to fail. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so these coaching hirings got to be fast because you got recruits coming in. Yep, and uh, summertime is right where the recruits happen because if I know anything about the NCAA, it usually starts in late August anyway. Well, the you, you basically late August is the scrimmages for basketball. September, October is the when the practices start picking up, and then November, mm-hmm. obviously the games. But so like you're gonna that's lose not a so much time between when the NBA ends to when NCAA yeah. would be starting up everything. So I'm sorry. Like, it just... Okay. It's not going to just... Like, like a snap of the fingers, cut their coach. Don't get me wrong. I think Brad Stevens would have success with Indiana, but I just don't think he's going there. Um, nope. I'm going to shut all. down that rumor very fast here. And again, like I said, if I'm wrong, I'll come on here and admit it. Right. But... I just think that that's a load of bullshit that they think he's going there. Or anyone thinks that Brad Stevens is going there. He's even denied it himself. And I honestly going to say this now. I think Danny Ainge would be the stupidest son of a bitch if he did let that his head coach go mm-hmm. like that. Absolutely. Um, and then... And for anybody that doesn't know Danny Ainge, former yeah. Celtics player, he is now the president of the Celtics. Yeah. And uh, also the Texas Tech coach is on that list, and he's a hot commodity right now. I wouldn't be shocked to see him go to another prestigious university. Um, And he very well could. He very well could. I think that would be good for him to move up from Texas Tech to a Big Ten team in Indiana and a high prestige school like Indiana. But I just don't think, again, I, I really don't think Brad Stevens is going to get it. So. No, not at all. Yeah. And on that note, speaking of coaching firings, 
You might as well post the job on Craigslist, guys. The Sabres are looking for yet another head coach. Ralph Kruger was fired after a 12-game losing streak. I'm sorry. At some point, and I'm going to try to be as delicate with this as I can be, at some point, you need to realize the problem isn't the coaches that you're bringing in. The problem starts at the top. And we've been talking about this, Brian. Okay. Were we not talking about the goals should sell the team away? I, I don't think they should sell them. I think they should lose just a little bit of that power. Hand it to someone who knows what they're doing. I just don't feel like... I just don't know if um, Terry and Kim Pagula know too much about hockey. I'm not saying that you don't have to have the final decision. Because mm -hmm. obviously it's your franchise. You absolutely have the final decision. Right. But let someone that knows hockey, knows today's hockey, let them come in, be the president of the team, you know, the president of operations or something, let them come in and let them make the decisions and tell the, and tell the Pagulas, this is the person you need to hire. This is the person that's going to help you develop. This is the person that's going to help you win. I do. I, I do agree. They need a, like okay. a GM like they like Brandon Bean. I and to my knowledge, I could have sworn that Brandon Bean. I think the Bean, GM is not the problem. I I could. I swear to God. I swear that Brandon Bean had some. I power to the, the sabers i don't know but how truthful that I, was i question this though i question this what's the point on having a gm it just feels like the gm may, maybe i'm not knowledgeable on the situation with the pagula sports and entertainment right now yeah but if i had to guess my guess is there's a power struggle there that'd be my guess is that they just think, or maybe Kim Pagula sits here and thinks, I know what I'm doing. I'm going to make that decision. Maybe Terry says the same thing. I think they're you the think right owners. Be, uh, I think you, you think that there might be a power struggle between Kim and Terry? I don't think it's between them. I think it's between them and the GM. It very well could be. Um See, you know. if the Sabres were on point like the Bills, I think the Sabres would be able to become a better team. And I unfortunately, feel like, I feel like they've done the right thing with the Bills. Yeah, they have. I, I mean, you know, it's just I feel like with the Sabres, I feel like they know a lot about football. I think I think mm. the Pagulas know quite a bit about football. Where and they I might more so them. know a lot more football than they do hockey, which is sad. Yeah. Because they've owned the Sabres well before they owned the Bills. And you would think that with them owning the Sabres first before the Bills, they would know more knowledge about the Sa yeah. about hockey. But it's clearly not showing because you literally have to find a coach. I don't know. See, they got to change the culture. That's the number one issue over there um mm -hmm. and another thing is as much as it pains me to say that guy jack eichel needs to go 
Um, look, he's not the reason that, I mean, I know people are saying, well, we can win without him, you know, but it's not fair to him that the first six years of his career, he has played lights out and his team has not helped him in any sort of capacity. It's not fair that he's the only one doing the work. Mm -hmm. While everybody else is around him is not near his level. Um, I'm saying six, seven years, I don't blame him if he wants out. I really don't because you want to know what? He keeps getting his hopes up saying this coach is going to change things or this system is going to change things. And every year, it's a downfall. It's a massacre at the end of the year for them. Eventually, he's just got to go up to Kim and Terry Pagula and just say, I want out. I'm done. I'm not going to play for you guys. And he very well could see his way out very soon. Yeah. And I'm not big into hockey, but I know who Jack Eichel is. And, I mean, he he, he definitely fits the part of being that top player. Hmm. And... I, I just don't think that it's right that a top player has to literally put the team on his back. I, I don't think it's fair that a player with that ta- with that a caliper or that talent has to sit on a team. You know, that's not going to help him out in and again in return. I think I think he knows what the culture needs or what mm-hmm. they need culture wise, but I feel like nobody else does, and that's where no. I feel like eventually you just got to say I want out. You know, you. I've given you six years. I've given you seven years, and you've done nothing but kind of ruin my prime. And you know, that's and kind I don't of what know how happened many with more Stafford. Years he has. That's right, kind of what exactly. happened with Stafford and the Lions. They they both realized, hey, we wasted a good bit of your career. Um, you know, let's trade you somewhere because clearly both of us are not on the same path. This is something, this has got to be a coming to, you know, you know, it's got to be a moment here where Kim and Terry Pagula have to sit here and Jack Eichel have to sit in the room and say, maybe we aren't meant for each other here. Let's try to get you out of here. So, And like I said, I, I don't know how many more contract, I don't know how many more years he wants to be in Buffalo because... I don't think any. I mean, he's got a few more years left, but I doubt he resigns. I mean, no, he's definitely not going to. I I think he's gonna definitely ask for after the season, and all the power to him. I mean, and this is also a group that kind of, in a way, I mean, not that Appert's not a great coach, but um, Taylor was a far superior coach at the AHL level for the Amherst, and they let him go. Clearly, he was doing something right over there. And to me, this just gives me the wrong vibe of what what do they define as success in hockey? And it's to me, that's what rubs me the wrong way with saying, you know, as well, I don't think they know much about hockey. I just don't think they understand it. I think they're doing a great thing. They're keeping the franchises in Buffalo. Okay, mm-hmm. they they deserve every bit of credit for that because if it wasn't for them, Bon Jovi was going to take the Bills to Toronto, mm-hmm. and then the Sabers, God knows where they would have landed. 
And not to mention... Probably the same place. And also, they deserve all the credit for re reuniting the Sabres and the Amherst. 100% they deserve the credit for that. They're, they do a hell of a lot for the community, as far as that goes. Mm -hmm. But they sure as hell don't know how to run a team, it seems like. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> it, it seems like. I mean, I hope I'm wrong, and I hope they can get the shit together, but they need to get someone in charge that knows a thing or two. If Lindy Ruff wasn't the coach of the Devils, I would say hire Lindy Ruff as your president like the Jags did Tom Coughlin. Mm -hmm. And maybe that would fix your issues because at least you have someone who knows how to build success over there. So, again. I just think that they need a f somebody that actually just knows what they're doing. And maybe they yeah. can kind of step back like, all right, you know what you're doing. Make the decisions. Make we'll, decisions and we'll sign off on them. That's all you got to exactly. say. Exactly. Just say they if don't you have think to do it's too much work, as an owner. Just say, if you think it's going to work, if you think we're going to win games, I'm all for it. Do it. Or, or, or if that's not what they think about, then ultimately just think that, you know, we had the Bills, we don't need the Sabres anymore. I don't think they're going to do that. They're all yeah, for, they're they want every ounce of Buffalo and Rochester, which is great, but not great. Well, um, pro that keeps them in Buffalo and Rochester, con is you're just going to probably suck forever. I guess that's the price you pay, but it, it is what it is. We'll see what comes of this. Um, on that note, that's it for this week's edition. Again, check out our friends on the canteen podcast they'll be back on wednesday with another episode um so be sure to subscribe and definitely to watch and definitely listen to i'm pretty sure he's, he's cutting out but i'm pretty sure he's saying listen on the audio platforms yes i am so That's if I, you don't want to watch us here go listen to us there and of course we will be back here next sunday we're going to actually talk some opening day baseball coming up as well Woo! Um, baseball. take me out to the ball game okay i'm not gonna sing anymore so <laughs> we don't need to lose it's viewers to, but, it's hard to believe we're getting close to the end of march into early april yeah. for baseball season we're gonna yeah and we're gonna have opening day we're gonna have some ncaa to talk about and obviously more nfl so you won't want to miss it um but until we see you next week guys goodbye everyone